It's your favorite podcasters back again. You know we got another one for you. It's your girl, Berg, and I'm here with my co-host. Kia007, Michael Missy's, you already know. Sit back and stay tuned. With this special Bone and Beautiful episode, we go behind the scenes at the lavish styles we all love to hate. We're going to talk about the designers, the hairstylists, the makeup artists. We're going to get into the stars must-have beauty and skincare products. We also have a special guest today, Cassandra McClure, celebrity makeup artist, telling us all about her new product, Yay! the Lash Binder, and how important clean beauty is to us all. We have a great episode, so stay in the loop to stay informed. I bet you didn't know that The Bold and the Beautiful was originally called Rags. In your face, sucker! It premiered March 23rd, 1987 by husband and wife team William J. Bell and Lee Phillip Bell. <gasps> Born to Flores in Chicago, Illinois, Lee Phillip had a degree in microbiology from Northwestern, but her passion for television came after taking over for her brother at their local news station, ending up receiving her own show, The Lee Phillips Show. Yay! Her husband, William J. Bell, was also born in Chicago, Illinois. He began his love for soap operas at an early age. An only child, he grew up listening to radio soap operas when he came home from school for lunch and late at night. He served in the Navy and attended the University of Michigan. Access granted. They met while she started working full-time at her local station. He was a television producer there. While he went to write for other soap operas, her knowledge of what was happening in the world and his experience sparked the idea to join forces coming up with their own show called The Young and the Restless. A year later, they came out with The Bold and the Beautiful. With their new show, The Bold and the Beautiful, fashion was to be more than merely a backdrop. Give me my money. But instead, part of the program's excitement and glamour via the fashion business of the Central Family. Don't you hear me loud and clear? Early promos included fashion shoots, and the first episode featured Eric Forster and his son debating on what on what makes women's fashion sexy. O-M-G. Fashion week. Now, obviously, if we're talking about the behind-the-scenes fashion looks of the Bold and Beautiful, I have to talk about Fashion Week. Dude! Now, it happens twice a year in the major fashion capitals of the world. New York, London, Milan, Paris. And it's from February to the beginning of March, and then it's in September to the beginning of October. 
Now, those of you that don't know what Fashion Week is, like I said, I just told you when it happens. Now, let me tell you what it is. Fashion Week is a fashion industry event lasting one week where fashion designers, brands, or houses display their latest collections in runway fashion shows to buyers and media. Influence trends for the current and upcoming season. So now you guys have been hit to Fashion Week. Yes! Damn. Now, I have to definitely say something about all the staff they have at the Bold and Beautiful. They have over 114 staff combined of hairstylists, makeup artists, costume designers. Shut up. Um, I'm going to start with the hairstylist. Kathy Waltman worked with the Bold and Beautiful from 1987 to 2009. Carlos Velez worked with the Bold and Beautiful from 1988 to 2010. Lisa Long worked with the Beautiful from 2016 to 2020, which means she's still on staff right now, and she has she was actually a daytime nominee. We have Laura Leslin from 2017 till now. We have Britt Dixon from 2016 to 2017. That's just naming off some of the hairstylists. We have the makeup artists. We have... Their most famous makeup artist, Kristen Lay Johnson. Access granted. She started in 1987 and to this day is still working with the Bold and Beautiful. She has come up with some of the lavish styles of Steffi Forrester. We all love her full brows. We all love her eyelashes. We love everything about her. We love Brooke's look. We love Hope's look. And she is the main person on these people's looks, so we definitely have to give her another round of applause. We have her sidekick, Chris Escobar, started in 1995 and still with them today. And like I said, both of these two have been daytime nominated and won. So I really appreciate all that you guys doing for the Bunny Beautiful. Uh, we have Melissa Sandro from 2007 to 2014. We have Allison Carey. From 2008 to 2015, and Allison Carey created her own line of foot concealers called Tentalize. It's a waterproof, sweatproof, all-proof for scars, spots, and blemishes on your feet. So that's kind of different. We always talking about something for your face, maybe even something for your hands, but nobody really talks about their feet. And if you're like me, you love your feet, so I'm glad she came up with something like this. Uh, we want to give a rest in peace to one of their head makeup artists, Jenna Waltman. Passed away in July, so rest in peace. Um, and last but not least, we have Donna Moss, who was on the show from 1990 to 2004. Wardrobe Production, and we're going to call them the Style Team. We're going to start with Sandra. Sedic from 1987 to 1995. We have Glenda Maddox, 2013 to 2020. We have Jennifer Johns, 2015. We have Marty Burke, 1988. We have Maria Bell, 1991. We have Laura Ann Robinson, 1996 to 2000. And these are just some of the production staff, the wardrobe staff, the makeup artists that come together and give us them everyday looks that we love. We're also going to shine the light on Bridget Muller, award-winning costume designer, when we come back. Savage. Break.
If you're wondering why we're going to shine the spotlight on Bridget Muller, it's her accomplishments. She has won the Daytime Emmy Award since she's been with The Bold and the Beautiful. Look out! Um, if you're wondering what one of her favorite designs was from the show, it was Brooke's stunning rehearsal dinner gown, a silver dress that she had on her first wedding with Bridge. O-M-G. Bridget Muller is a woman of many faces. She's a fashion designer a producer, a philanthropist. She was born in Austria, raised in Spain, and worked for Paramount, Sony, Disney, Universal Studios, etc., etc. Since beginning working with The Bold and the Beautiful, she has came up with her own couture design gowns. Yes! Um, her philanthropy work, is for various global humanitarian causes, and she has been awarded several different times for her feats. She is also a brand ambassador for the British furniture designer, Christopher Guy Harrison. She also has the Miss Liberty America, a reality show promoting the Constitution, Liberty, and American way. So when I talk about Bridget Muller, I don't just talk about her. I wanted to give you guys a little bit of her accolades, and we wanted to say we appreciate all that you do with The Bold and Beautiful. Before we take you behind the scenes to an everyday situation, an everyday way of life for everyone on The Bold and Beautiful staff, I have to give you one of The Bold and Beautiful hairdressing tricks. Yes! Now, we all love Eric's gray hair, but it was originally dyed that color due to him only being seven years older than the original Ridge, Ron Moss. I tell you guys one thing, that's definitely something I didn't know. But I'm not surprised, after seeing Ridge so many years after he quit the Bold and Beautiful, he about the same age, if not older, than Eric. Yes! So, good one, y'all. Now, let's go through a day. What they wear. On set, wardrobe designers determine outfits right down to the accessories and shoes of what each character will wear based on the scenes that they perform in that day. Now, they do leave the table open for the actors and actresses to give their input on the outfit. In your face, sucker! Now, up in the wardrobe room, it's filled to the ceiling with racks of clothes, accessories, purses, shoes, and more. Each character has their own section of clothes and clothing, etc. <gasps> an entire section dedicated to wedding dresses, guys. Just as I said, they have an entire section dedicated to wedding dresses. And are we really surprised because they have a wedding every five seconds? Whatever. Now, time for hair and makeup. Like the outfits, hair and makeup artists on the show follow a strict schedule. Referred to as a production rundown, and hair and makeup is given one each morning. Look out! This includes outlining which character will be in what kind of scene, so the artist can determine what kind of makeup is needed for each bold and beautiful actor and actress, and how their hair should look. Now that's crazy, because I really didn't think that they didn't have so much input on their own stuff. I know they give them some time to do stuff, and they give them an ear to listen to the styles and the looks that they want, 
But I didn't know it was set up on a daily basis every time they came on set. So that's pretty amazing. Uh, 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 uh. Now, y'all know I had to jam because I'm on my way over to their shoe collection. From Prada to Jimmy Choo, Barry Wayne, and of course Gucci. Give me my money. The cast feet are always in style and in high end designer form. Damn. That's crazy. They spending big bucks for these guys' hair, makeup, and wardrobe, so they better win some Emmys. Now, you know I got to talk about the B&B homes. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you. Do you hear me loud and clear? Now, if you don't know what B&B mean by now, come on, man. I've been saying it this whole time, but they're beautiful. Now, they houses better match their lifestyles, and we all know it. O-M-G. They're rich. They're young. They're old. They have family jewels. They have paintings. They have everything you want. They have the job. They have the dream life. They better have a dream home. Give me my money. Now, a little sneak bit about the homes. Each home on the set of The Bold and Beautiful is actually a remodel or uh, resemblance of their creators and their creators' children's real-life homes. Taylor old home that she sold to Bill and the Forrester home, the main Forrester home, and the little guest house in the back um, is the creators, Lee Phillip and William J. Bill's houses. That's what they look like. Yes, I'm serious. That's what they look like. So check it out and see how good they live in. Now, Brooks' house is a replica of their sons, Bradley Bell. So I think the houses match. The lifestyle, guys. Since this episode is about the beauty of Bold and Beautiful, I wanted someone who knows all about beauty. Our guest is an expert when it comes to just that, bringing her inside knowledge of the industry we all love. Now is the time everybody has been waiting for. It's time for us to get into the interview with our very special guest. Yes! Her name is Cassandra McClure, and she is the inventor of the Lash Binder. Damn. Empowerment. That's the first word that comes to mind when talking about my guest Cassandra today. She is a celebrity, makeup artist, model, and founder of the Lash Binder, and host of the Clean Beauty Podcast. Her goal is to educate and to awake awareness about the importance of safe products. I've been going through your website and your message and everything that you have to say about clean beauty and just beauty in general, and I've become in awe of you. <laughs> I know that you were a model, you were a celebrity makeup artist, and now you're the founder of Lash Binder. Lash Binder. <laughs> binder. We gotta get you one. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I know your goal is to educate and awake awareness of the importance of safe products. So before we get into everything, would you be able to tell a little bit about yourself to people that haven't heard of you before or don't know what's going on? 
Yeah. So I, like you said, was a model turned makeup artist. And from there, I had some health issues. I wound okay. up in the hospital, not wow. knowing what was going on with me. Right. I come to find out I had allergies and sensitivities to products that we that I was using every day and fragrance was triggering my vision loss, psoriasis and severe allergies that affected my breathing and skin to get all together. And so when I was detoxing, I saw the immediate changes within days and I realized that the beauty products I had been using on myself and on all my clients for all those years were in fact not good for me or them. And I stand and said, I'm not going to use these products anymore. I'm not going to invest in these companies. I don't want to support brands and corporations that are not looking out for my health. And, you know, I'd like to live a life without cancer if I can. And that's, what I decided to start doing and advocating for cleaner cosmetics because in the United States there is basically no regulations or laws that are put into effect to protect us. And when you look at things like alcohol, cigarettes, you know, there's labels on them that say do not use, you know, if you're not this age or, you know, this could cause, you know, birth defects or cancers, but there's nothing like that on beauty products that I've ever seen. And in other countries like Europe, certain ingredients are banned. Certain products are banned, but yet we have them in the stores here in the United States. So I am spreading awareness. I'm spreading education. I am holding events And now we have a subscription box where you can access these cleaner products at a really affordable price and a really approachable way and just making it really fun and accessible, you know, for those that don't maybe live in a city where there's a clean beauty store like Credo. Um, And so we're making it possible and bringing together women in the process and empowering them uh, by sharing the products that they have created. Right. So just like I did, I created a brand seeing that there was a need right. for a product like Lash Finder. And the struggles that I had to go through to get a product on the market was really hard. And without the proper backing, you can just totally fail. And I really wanted to create a community of entrepreneurs, of other makeup artists and estheticians and salon owners that could support the women that created these cleaner products for them and give them a platform, several platforms to be able to share. So I created the clean beauty podcast. Right. It's the first podcast of its kind. Right. I created clean beauty con, which is a virtual summit. The next digital summit is this Thursday, July 30th. And we also have the clean beauty kit. It's the first lifestyle subscription box wow. that highlights woman-owned brands that are made in the United States. And so I thought all those things were really important, and I really wanted to bring all of it to light. And so here we are, and I'm talking to you, and I'm so excited. So thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Well, it's it's an honor for me to have you. (laughs) 
take time out their busy schedule to sit down with me and do a little bit of back and forth. Now, can I ask you, with all that you have going on, where where do you see yourself and your product and your message in the next five years? Oh, this morning I was, you know, outlining my goals for the next three, six, and 12 months because it's so uncertain right now where we're going to be, right. but I just know that I'm on the right path and being able to empower women, spread the awareness, and bring to light these issues, and my tagline has always been, until all beauty is clean, because right. I believe in my lifetime we will see cleaner products on the market, and right. not just ingredients, but packaging as well. So that means eco-friendly packaging, plastic alternatives, like sugar cane, uh, bioplastics versus regular, and things like that. I right. think that we are on this verge of, of great change, and right. the, you know, I take great responsibility in what I'm doing, and what we are doing together as a community and I enjoy being in this place. So to answer your question, it's, it's hard to say exactly where we'll be in five years because maybe five years beauty will be clean. It'll be regulated, but maybe not. It might take 10 years. Um, but with our voices, you know, we can raise up and say, Hey, this is wrong. We want these regulations. We want these laws to be passed and we believe that beauty should be good for everybody and accessible for everyone. Right. Um, and there shouldn't really be products in, you know, your local pharmacy or even your high-end stores like Bloomingdale's or Nordstrom. Right. Why are there products that can potentially cause cancer? Right. So right. that's kind of what I am I'm kind of fighting for. Well, that's amazing because you just... I just never knew it was so many toxic chemicals in these products that we're using on a daily basis and that they can really harm you. It's just amazing. So I'm glad that there's people like you out there that's fighting and promoting clean beauty because a lot of people haven't heard of clean beauty before. I know, right? It's um, it's a newer kind of trending topic, but I feel like it's definitely here to stay. It's it's not trending in the way that it's going to go out of style because the more people that know, it's like you don't know what you don't know. And so right. as long as you educate yourself and you, and, you, and you figure out what's important to you, because what's important to you and what you might be allergic to might be different than than me, right? I'm allergic to honey um, and, and certain strains of honey. And I also really like to work with woman founded brands that are made in the U.S. Right. It doesn't mean outside the U.S. it's all bad. It's just that that's what I like to focus on. And sustainability, that's what it means to me. I like to look at companies that are organic, right. that are eco certified, right. that are EWG verified. Right. But then other people, they think that. As long as it is natural and made from coconuts, you know, right. that's clean to them. So it's different for everybody, and there's no right or wrong definition of clean. Right. Um, it is an unregulated term. There is no legal definition for clean beauty. Right. Um, but I absolutely uh, believe in 
in my definition and and it can be different for you but that then that can be correct as well right absolutely true all, all your events held in california do you have any on the in the midwest <laughs> So right before COVID hit, we had a huge retreat in Carmel, okay. California. And when uh, we had planned for New York, for Florida, and a couple other states. And when COVID hit, we had to cease all of our events. And our Clean Beauty Con in-person event was set for uh, the Bay Area in September, which is coming fast, and we had to postpone that as well. So as of now, all of our events are digital so that anybody can join us and uh, be present and be included for little to no uh, investment. So you don't have to pay for travel. You can make sure you're healthy and safe at home. You don't have to um, be spending money on hotels or right. um, cars or food or anything like that to right. get to an in-person event, which especially right now is going to be even tougher if we do get back to that place because, right. um, you know, it's hard times for a lot of people. And we just want to make sure that we're able to educate and inspire and empower these women on both sides. So both the consumers, the makeup artists, as well as the brand founders right. and the uh, doctors and the scientists who are bringing on to speak on these panels. So uh, we try to have as many uh, virtual summits as possible. So right now we're at about, I think we're on our 12th week um, since COVID started in March. And so every week or two, we have a summit and feature three to four different beauty founders that speak on different topics ranging from sustainability to um, ingredients or, um, you know, a certain product. I, last week, right. I spoke all about uh, face masks and all my favorite different clean beauty masks and how to use them and how to know what mask is right for you right. and we always live stream them as well so anybody who wants to join us on facebook live can watch the video and kind of chime in and it's completely free so we've right. made it really accessible for everybody uh, to join us right that's amazing what were some of your influences getting to this point sure um I've met a lot of amazing women for sure that have inspired me, have mentored me, coached me, um, and advised me. And so, you know, Twyla Harrison is one of those people. She's one of my close friends and advisors. Um, Lynn Power, who's actually speaking this Thursday, um, who owns uh, Masami. Um, it's truly like, a beauty company for hair care. Um, and she has advised me. She was one of my first advisors for Lash Binder. And really, um, she helped me with my tagline and building Clean Beauty Con. I also am advised by Dr. Shamley Singel. She is a surgical oncologist, and I've partnered with her at Hope and Beauty. And I've learned a lot from her as well. And I I've created friendships and and partnerships with these women in mul multiple ways, and I feel like that's one way that I've um, been able to grow the way that I have at such a quick rate is because 
I don't just like take advice and run or walk right. away. I try to give back to them as much as possible and always like just now just mentioning them and giving them um, tools or recommendations because, you know, I really look to these women. Barbara Paul, this is another one. She is the founder of a beauty company called Codex, but she's advised me and just met with me and taken time. And as a scientist, you know, advising someone much younger, you know, like myself and much less experienced, um, in the beauty field and not coming from a standpoint of, Oh, you're a competition to me or, Oh, I know more than you. So you don't know anything or, or anything like that. Just coming in, into a collaborative, you know, uh, space and to meet and to just hear each other is um, very powerful. And I think that we need more of that in this clean beauty space. And right. it is definitely better than a lot of the other beauty uh, professionals that I've known throughout my life who, you know, might want to fight for every job or right. for every referral or for every client. I don't, I've never felt that that was right. And I feel like, you know, it's all about sharing. And that's why I had a, a large, very large clean, uh, team when I, when I was a makeup artist and I worked on weddings and I had to have five or 10 girls work with me. Um, it was never about, you know, the connection. It was about sharing and that's come with me, you know, all these years. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I have so many women that I didn't mention, but um, those are kind of my top of mind right. um, with them kind of on a daily or weekly basis. Um, and so it's been really incredible. Right. So can you just give people a little bit of words of wisdom, people that, especially young people that are entrepreneurs that want to pursue their journeys, whether it's clean beauty, whether it's cosmetics, whatever it is, but they feel like, you know what? I don't get what it takes or this one thing stopped me from continuing on with my dreams. What could you tell them? Set your life on fire with people who fan your flame. If they're throwing water on your fire, it's not going to get you where you need to be. Right. And um, this is taken out of context from like Rumi from, long time ago and I heard it from Will Smith this morning and um, I created my own kind of I think he said with people who, uh, who blow on your flame or something different but basically the idea is that you should be around people that are really throwing gasoline on your fire right. rather than um, raining on it and right. so you know who you surround yourself with is a big come becomes a big part of who you are and can limit you or ex or put you in a place where you can excel very quickly. Right. And so that's very important to have a mentor is important to help somebody else always is important. You should always be giving and you should always be receiving. Um, and it should go both ways. You should always kind of have, you know, something you're doing for others and something that, um, you're asking of others that, right. you know, you can, from you should always be in a constant state of learning have several books on your desk be writing i order a new notebook every couple of weeks because i'm <laughs> constantly writing out everything right. that i'm that i'm going through so i can look back and really feel accomplished rather than what did i do with all my time i can have a record of that and so that's been very helpful for me as well so 
hopefully that helps but i appreciate you again like so much for taking the time to speak with me today and i really um am a fan of your show and Thank left you a review and really excited to be listening to your podcast and um excited to share this with everybody so thank you so so much oh no problem thank you i appreciate it <laughs> Once again, we definitely have to thank Miss Cassandra for coming out and informing us all about the importance of clean beauty. Make sure you go on her website, make sure you go to Lash Binder and support her because she's supporting us. Now, this segment is called The Fellas of B&B. For those of you that want to know, does your favorite actor wear makeup? Um, the answer to that is yes. WTF. For those of you that want to know where they get their looks at, what's their favorite designers, where's some of their favorite watches, we're going to bring that to you right now. Yes. This is a one-second, one-minute segment on the guys, starting with Don Demont. We all know him as Bill. Right now, he's been promoting his book, My Seven Sons and How We Raised Each Other. But did you know that he was the first actor from daytime chosen by People Magazine for their 50 Most Beautiful People? Access granted. His favorite place to shop is called Rockstar Sensibles. They have Italian leather. They have sportswear. They have dress outfits. So it's a really good combination of everything and good quality, too. If you want to know where he gets his smooth baby skin from, it's from Kalez, K-H-L-E-L, Men Care Skin Care Products. You can find them online or in any Bloomingdale's. They're very affordable, and they bring you everything that you need from your shampoos to your oils to your glosses. So, check them out, y'all. Now, number two we got. John McCook, better known to us as Eric, he says he loves anything, which is crazy because he said he hates shopping, whether it's online or in stores. <clears throat> now, if he had to pick out anything though himself, it would be all vintage. He loves the, the feel of it. He loves the, He loves the style of it. So if you see him in vintage, know that he picked it out himself, guys. Dude. Now, his wife is a clean beauty fanatic herself and is always picking him up skincare to shampoo to hair gel. So he never really has to worry about anything because he you knows his wife, his wife has him in good hands. O-M-G. Our next fella is Scott Clifton, but we all know him as Liam. He has no favorite shampoo as long as it gets the job done, he says. He also loves Levi's 513. He loves Gap t-shirts and any product that's natural. Whatever. So can we say that his character is a lot like him in person, basic on set and basic off set? So that was just some of our fellows of B&B. We took a poll to see who the guys wanted to know most about, and those were our top three. Now we're moving into the ladies when we come back. We did the fellas. Now we got to definitely get into the ladies. Yes. Next we have Catherine Kelly Lang. We all know her as Brooke. No. 
<laughs> now, she is all about fashion. She has a site called Catherine Kelly Lane Captain dot com collections. Yes, it's a mouthful, but if you go in there, you can see some of her classic offset looks that she likes to go around LA in. She also has a leather goods store, and when I say leather goods, you can find absolutely anything you're looking for that's made of leather. They probably have socks that's made of leather in there, but um, it's with co-owner Ben Barak, um, Ben Hart to be short. She also has a swimsuit line. She also is running Kelly's Closet, so if you want to talk about fashion, definitely look at Brooke. She has so many different outlets. She's her own designer. She works with a lot of international people. And if we're going to talk about her beauty, her classic looks, Come on. she left us with one of her beauty secrets, which is an LED mask, one that she wears overnight. Now, now, you would think that this would be so uncomfortable, but apparently it's been doing the job for her for years, so I'm going to have to check out one of those myself. You eyeballing me? <laughs> now, we have to talk about Jacqueline Wood. We know her as Steffi. We all love her looks on the Bold and Beautiful, but let's talk about her offset looks. Yes! Some of her favorite designers are Margot Robbie and Allison Williams. They invented the famous dress shirt that we all see her wearing on and offset. Looks like it was made for a woman. For a guy, at the same time, they just merged that shirt together. It's actually pretty awesome. It's like a rocker shirt, but it's more of a dressy shirt, so. Shut up. <laughs> um, she was heavily influenced by her mom's style. I don't know if you guys have seen her mom, but her mom looks like she's the same exact age as her. And she's on point, so I could definitely understand her copying her mom. In your face, sucker! Um, she loves Sophia. Lauren, she loves models like Kate Moss and anybody from the 90s, to be honest with you. Her favorite look is full brows, liner, dewy skin, peach or rose colored lips. So, Steffi got it going on. And if you want to get some of her looks or some of her scents, you can check out some of the names that I just said. Go for it. Access granted. If we talk about Steffi, we definitely have to talk about Hope. Better known as Annika Noel. Now, she attributes her 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 natural look to boxing. Boxing being meditative for her. It's calming her and it's allowing her face to age the way she wants it to age. She's also in love with crop top thermals. Long, yes, long jackets and lace. So she actually sounds like Hope in real life. <gasps> I've seen some of the outfits that she's been wearing. I think she's still in offset because <laughs> they look exactly the same. So go ahead, get your natural look. Her and Steffi both said they love anything by CoverGirl. Um, WTF. Yeah. Last but not least, we have... Rena Sofer, better known as Quinn. Now, before I talk about makeup, she has a message out there. She says that she loves aging naturally. She refuses to get any type of Botox. She refuses to any to get any type of facelift. She refuses to use heavy makeups on her skin. And she is enjoying the process of growing. Oh, and looking good doing it, may I add. Yes. 
Um, she also is a good fan of CoverGirl. CoverGirl has a really good clean beauty product selection going on right now. Like I said, you guys can check out Cassandra on her Lash Bender website where she has a lot of different products. And get together. We definitely thank everyone who made it to the end of this episode. It was very nice and enjoyable talking about the behind the scenes of Bold and Beautiful, talking about some of the people that make our looks come together, talking about some of the products that our stars love, and our, and having our special guests on the show. So, like I said, we definitely appreciate it. Make sure you follow us on Anchor on Google on Spotify on iTunes. We're coming to iHeart. We're coming to Pandora. So get with us. Before I leave, I definitely have to let y'all listen to some of the fan comments. We definitely appreciate you. Wow, great show, you two. This is Milky. Um, I just want to say y'all work really well off each other. It's really fun and entertaining listening to your show because um, I like the sound effects and everything. As for Cavs Guards, it's a toss-up for me between Sexton and Nance. And yeah, Drummond was an excellent addition, but it's going to be a minute before you get to Raptors caliber. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting the banter. Anyhow, great show, you guys. Um, I'm going to finish Bold and the Beautiful, sorry, Bold and the Beautiful flashback, and I'll holla at you. Keep doing what you do. Thank you so much, Black Ohioans, for the favorites. I am very, very glad that you like my podcast and I like yours too. My ex used to be a sportsman and made me like sports. In fact, he was a basketballer or he is a basketballer and I like basketball too. So it was very nice. And I hope that one day we get to record together as guests on each other's podcasts. It was very nice getting to favorite your podcast and to link with you. Thank you.